wait, how far is town? How far does James have to walk back alone? In oh, the like a mile and a bit. Maybe a mile uh, and a half. You use miles? Whatever those are. Big kilometers. I know, sorry. <laughs> I had to learn miles to play D&D &D stuff. You know? I mean, All right. Um, I mean, it was pretty safe up until here, right? Other than those tricksy nobles. Yeah, no, they uh, they have continued on. And uh, basically up ahead, you, you can actually see that there is a carriage parked by one of the ruined farmhouses a little ways up. And so presumably that is the, uh, the place where whatever is happening is happening. How long will it take to get there? 10 minutes, would you say? Oh, easily. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, you, you can get there very quickly if you want. Yeah. 10 minutes is fine. Idonia yeah, okay. insists on sitting inside the carriage for the rest of the journey, uh, quietly praying to herself. Oh, we're not even walking. We're walking. Yeah, uh, we the walk. horse died. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. No, 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 let's sit in the carriage. Glanville, <laughs> it's time that you did your share of the work. Now push me. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to walk away, but I want to, to use my arcane bond to summon an illusion of the countryside moving past the carriage's window. <laughs> well done. Okay, I'll, I'll be without that focus point. That's fine. So the carriage in the future, the one up We can sit for ten yes. minutes if you need your focus right. point back. I think we all benefit from it. I'll give you a piggyback ride if you insist. Oh my gosh. <laughs> never. Never. All right, well then, if, if I, I didn't realize how much of a hurry we're in or not, but if we have eyes on the place we're going, it's just a ways in the distance, I suppose we yeah. might see someone leaving, so I, I'd like to take this. Yeah, second. I think the next 10 minutes. That sounds good, too. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay, so yeah, you take the 10 minutes, and uh, nothing okay. seems to change at the, uh, at the place. Uh, the carriage is there. There's two horses and uh, the ruined farmhouse. Cool. So 10 minutes passes. You... Ready to do whatever you'd like to do, and we'll just pull over to another map here. Ooh, nice. A conversation map. Another, yeah, another conversation, conversation map. Yeah. Well, that does uh, does stimulate conversation. I find. I'm gonna keep my <laughs> uh, my conversational crossbow out. You know. <laughs> yeah, same. Yes, yeah, I'd also like to be approaching this with my shield raised. Sure. That yeah, yeah. Exploration okay. activity of walking with my shield raised. Yes. Donnie will have okay. rapier out and use that uh, exploration activity where you're looking for other creatures. I believe that is okay. scout. So we've moved over to another map here. And so you're in the top right corner of the map. And there are a couple of structures on the map. There's a, at the bottom, uh, at the south edge, there is a pretty much ruined farmhouse. Ignore those oh. little pillars there. Um, this farmhouse did not have Greco-Roman pillars. Hmm. There is, however, a... Um, I mean, it could be petrified wood. You don't know. Yeah, that's true. Um, and there's, uh, there is one intact building, which I realize that I have not actually hidden here, so we'll just hide it now. But there's the, the bottom right corner is... Um, oh, no, I'm not going to... Oops. Yeah. Let's just do all of this. So the... Uh, the bottom right corner is basically uh, an intact building with a roof, but the rest of it seems to be just the stone foundation. So it doesn't really restrict any of your view 
or anything like that. Unlike the map, which is just a big yeah. black block. Oh, hey, now yeah, there we go. Yeah, sorry. There we go. Off on the left, there is basically kind of like a very short grain silo type building, a round building with a sort of a pointed wooden roof that is largely collapsed. And inside is basically a whole bunch of peat and moss and things like that. Very similar to the stuff that those creatures were made out of. Mm. And it's just there in big, large piles, um, sort of spilling out of this out of this uh, silo area. And the, ca the carriage uh, with its horse is um, over by the ruined farmhouse. And uh, let's see, why don't you all just make some perception checks for me? Sure, yeah, looking around. Or relatively large. Okay, some very good rolls. Mm-hmm. Except for Xavier. <laughs> oh. Good to know our archer has a problem with perception. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, it's these weak elven eyes. <laughs> <laughs> they do say elves are known for having weak senses. Yeah. Yeah, that's what they're doing. That is sad. But, you know, luckily the rest of your party is able to compensate for your weakness. I'm and, pretty sure uh, Xavier is just examining and admiring his own physique. Yeah, I'm, I'm distracted for the lack of mirrors. It's like, yeah, what because if my hair is out of place? Because one of the senses that is not weak with Xavier is his sense of style. Yeah, that is true. Okay, um, so... Everyone made very good perception checks, and you can you can hear a couple of voices um, in a somewhat heated discussion coming from the direction of the ruins. And so um, there's no sign of the coach uh, driver, at least not on the outside here, but there is um, coming from somewhere in the ruined farmhouse a couple of voices. And there's a there's sort of a gruffer voice. And then there's sort of a, a more calm, moderating kind of voice. You're too far away to actually pick up words, but you can just sort of hear this. That kind of thing. And so you know that there are two people, well, at least two people in conversation. Beyond that, though, you don't see anything else. Should we try and approach stealthily? Perhaps overhear their conversation. Approach who? We... Approach what? <laughs> someone's someone's in that someone's in that building, Zavi. Oh, how can you be sure? Uh, we hear it. We're hearing okay. it. In that case, I will. I agree with Adonia, uh, and I will cast invisibility on myself. Oh, okay. Very good. If uh, if you lot want to like head into the into the into the brush, I can walk straight up there. I ain't gonna be so good at stealthing, uh, but maybe if they uh, only see me, I could be the target. Uh, yeah, let's try to get closer. But in case they don't, maybe, you know, everyone make themselves scarce. Yeah, there's enough obstacles that we can jump from cover to cover, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, I stealth up. Hey! hey 34! There, there I am! Where'd Zabiego? <laughs> Oof. Uh, mine should actually be three higher. Okay, that's pretty good then. 
I think I will spend the hero point on that nat one for stealth. Sure. <laughs> I'm gonna leave that three. Wow, to three. <laughs> Although a three on Ogden makes me wonder why I would bother hero pointing that. <laughs> <laughs> clank, 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 clank. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's okay. Uh, distractions are always useful. Uh, I'm a diversion. Oh. Uh, did you re-roll the, uh, the stealth there, Lily? Let's do it. Let's do the re-roll. Oh, there we go. Okay, that's much better. 13 to 25. Yes. Okay, so the rest of you can sort of sneak up, and um, Ogdrin just sort of stomps his way down the down the trail towards the house. Um, there doesn't seem to be any reaction from the the voices they continue to argue if anything they're they're getting sort of louder and more insistent so you can you can move pretty much right up to about here um and position yourself anywhere around the ruins that you want i'll go in the front door looking thing okay now remember all of these things here are just stone foundations and mm. the only sort of solid wall building is this corner one over here mm -hmm. yeah. down in the yeah and there is a door yeah. over here but the door is literally just a broken up door that is leaned up against an open hole in the wall so it's not hinged or anything like that it's just sort of blocked off so not terribly secure um it looks like this <laughs> building perhaps had a second story at one point maybe a wooden one but it's collapsed and uh Interestingly, it doesn't have any what you would normally think of as windows. It does have a few high sort of slits along the top that would allow sunlight in or things like that, but obviously designed either to um, just allow light in and not allow people in or not to, not to let people sort of look through the windows or whatever. Kind it's of an odd vampire design. house. <laughs> Almost like a big Sorry, shed. A vampire's house. It's not a vampire house. Oh, it's a... oh okay. <laughs> a vampire house would be awesome. Yeah, but totally different. It well, would, I mean, it until would the fry up in the sun. Up. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's time getting... I bring out my secret weapon. Is it a vampire house? No. <laughs> it's the mummified maid of Anna whatever. Wait, what? <laughs> you have that? You've had it this whole time? I didn't <laughs> stop looking for that. How well, did I know it was you this whole hopefully time? Hopefully they think it is, because I'm going to make an old mummified monster appear near Ogdren and walk around with him. Walk around <laughs> with him too, wow. Oh, warn me when you're going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I, my heart ain't so strong. Uh, okay, so um, the six of you now, including the illusory maid of Anactoria, um, you can hear that inside there are two voices uh, arguing, and you, you can, the, the louder of the two is um, quite insistent about um, dealing with the, the, we, gotta, we gotta deal with this right now, we, the guy ran off we just take the carriage ourselves, I'm not waiting around for him and I mean, we're in too deep to, to worry about stealing a carriage or whatever might come of that let's just load the thing and get out of here and um, the other voice, um, you begin to, you know, it sounds kind of familiar, actually. Um, very soothing. No, we, we, uh, the, the, 
man said he would be right back. It's all okay. You realize that you've heard the voice before. It seems to be Evgeny. Mm-hmm. Look at all smug that she called it in the first twist. act. Twist. <laughs> yeah. So, Your suspicion and... of an inside job, mm-hmm. perhaps confirmed by this. We'll have to see how it goes. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and poison a crossbow bolt. Okay. <laughs> oh, wow. I think once we poison the conversational crossbow bolt, it is crossed the line of conversation. <laughs> That's, That's when we okay. have a toxic personality. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, All right. Uh yeah, you can you can go ahead and do that. Um and uh, the uh okay, so the, the this conversation sort of continues back and forth and finally the the uh, the big voice says, "Well, look, I'm just going to put the thing in the carriage. Can we just put the thing in the carriage? And then if the guy gets back great. And then okay, fine, fine, we can we can do that, Otis. It's fine." Everything's going to be fine. I've planned it all perfectly. It's fine. And then the door is basically kicked open and it falls down kind of like a drawbridge. And standing at the door, let me switch layers here so I can bring out the appropriate token, is a a fairly big guy. Um, he's got big mutton chops and a uh, big burly guy, and he is basically sort of backing out, carrying a coffin. Mm-hmm. And the coffin just looks like a simple sort of wooden wooden box kind of thing. And he sees you, and he's like, he so he he just stops suddenly and drops. The, the coffin, and you can hear it oof as the other person that's carrying the other end basically walks right into it and, and hits him in the chest. Um, and the coffin just sort of hits the ground and rolls onto its side, and the, the lid kind of pops open and, and so on. Who are you? And let's roll initiative because uh, I have a sense that this may involve some timed actions. So let's uh, clear the list here. Delt for initiative. Uh, yes. Furnished. Oh, yes. Stealth furnished. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. If you'd like. Yeah. Uh, oh. <laughs> no, thank you. Hmm. Yeah, my stealth mm. bonus is higher than my uh, than my oh. perception bonus, so Sorry. that's actually good. That was. Um, I have a plus two to that roll. Oh, okay. Well, and I gotta put a couple of you in here manually just because just I think I clear- to... cleared it just as. We'll the, also uh... remember to select your token when you click the button. All right. And Sander had a nice roll of 30 there, so I want to make sure that he gets to keep that one because it's a nice one. Lily was at 28. Everyone has nice, good stealth rolls for their initiative. Glenville staying with perception. There we go. Okay, and. Autos. I rolled pretty good. Still, mm-hmm. the, still, the, still at the bottom. Oh, oh. yeah, the, I know. Hey, the uh, the, big, the other big guy. Yeah, let's not beat him. Okay, so uh, Xavier, you will act first. Um, and the, the big guy 
who is Otis, is uh, definitely somewhat surprised. He had both of his hands on the coffin. He does have a big sort of um, club in a loop at his belt, but other and uh, there's a, a wicked-looking knife uh, at his side as well. But he doesn't seem to be wearing armor or carrying any heavy weapons. All right. Well, I'm just going to assume that we're okay killing this guy, or at least beating him into submission. Killing I, him, jeez. <laughs> All right. Well, did I not? Did I read the rubric? Xavier did not translate well into two weeks. Here's a random guy holding a box. Let's just murder him. Oh, we all know what's in that box. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not the maid. I see the maid next to Ogdren. <laughs> Walking around. Oh, I forgot she was there. That's right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Flower, flower yeah, and <laughs> I didn't even um, know she had Oh. Uh, I'm supposed to be 29, not 27. Oh, okay, yes, thank you. I uh, typed it in after you told me and completely ignored you. Sorry about that. There we go. Okay. All right. Well, nobody actually reacted like that to me declaring that I'm attacking, so I'm going to make that attack, and then if everyone's like, whoa, whoa, then yeah. maybe I'll, I'll think about what to do with my next two actions. So, firing off. Ah, hey. 20, but because I use stealth for perception he is flat-footed against my attacks that is correct and that is a hit would have been nice if it was a crit but anyway i've hit which wow, is the first time i've done that crazy. today that is good <laughs> two piercing two. damage yep that two was a warning shot <laughs> well you've got your sneak attack <laughs> on too, right? purpose i have my what yeah, that's a sneak, sneak attack, attack rogue oh yeah of course what am i doing uh yeah no, your bow strike. is just a vessel for sneak attack Hey, my grandmother gave me that bow. What am I up to? 2d6. Oh, that turns it into a more substantial hit. Yeah, that's much deadlier. So two from the bow, eight from the sneak attack. That was a warning shot to your clavicle. (laughs) You sink an arrow into his clavicle and he howls and and turns in surprise and uh, he yells, they're here. And um, let's see, what else are you going to do with the rest of your... So I'm going to say, taste uncursed ancestral bow, you oversized red cap. And I'm going to use that as my bomo. (laughs) All right. So I get to make a diplomacy check against my target's will save. Okay. Oh, surely this guy's got good will saves. Oh, yeah. 33. 33, yeah. Um... That's a success. Wow. Actually, it's a critical success. I was going to say. Yeah. It's got to be a crit. So he has a yeah. minus three status penalty to perception and will saves for the next minute. Excellent. Hey, oh. my mom says my feet aren't that big. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love that, Xavier. I love that so much. I figured you would. Um, awesome. For my last action, I kind of want to... Kind of want to be like, now die. Wait, what the hell is that? And point towards the illusory uh, uh, maid. Yeah, sure. Give a, give a deception roll. All right. 33. <laughs> there we go. 33. Wow. Gladville, uh, you really did different. cure my curse. Yep. <laughs> so at this point, a few interesting things happen. So Autos looks over. He sees the... the um, illusory maid of Anactoria walking around behind Ogren. He 
blanches. He looks. He sort of does a double take. Looks back at the at the coffin. Looks back at the at the illusion. Back at the coffin, and as he looks down to the coffin, you all sort of follow with your eyes, and and you you realize that the coffin is actually disgorging a a rather un, unnatural amount of blood. In fact, the coffin looks like it was full of blood and they've dropped it and it is now just sort of oozing out through the crack in the side and the and the slightly open lid. And this blood is all pooling in a circle all around Otis's feet. And he starts to scream. Uh, and it's it's a very sort of high-pitched shrill. Like he is completely terrified by this combination turn of events. That's um, disgusting, by the way. Yeah. It's amazing. I love it. It's horrible. Um, what's what's a natural amount of blood to be coming out of a coffin, by the way? <laughs> well, you would expect that if there was a single body inside a coffin, it would be a single body's worth of blood, right? Oh, Not like okay. the coffin itself was, was full of blood, because really you can stuff two or three bodies worth of, of stuff inside a coffin. Okay, this is like the Slurpee machine is broken. <laughs> you know this from experience, do you? <laughs> uh, I mentioned I work at the uh, at a museum, right? A blood Muse museum? No, no. <laughs> a coffin yeah. museum, duh. Yeah, exactly. oh, no, there's right. there's there's a My lot mistake. of uh, a lot of interesting things that can be done. Yeah. The uh, the blood pours out of the uh, of the coffin, and it's it's actually as you as you watch, it's it's starting to flow faster and faster. So it's not like there's a pool and it's like sloshed out and now it's sort of slowly slowing down. It's just getting faster and faster and starting to almost fountain blood out onto Otis's feet. All right, before I conclude my turn, I just want to point out, so I do have the swashbuckler dedication, which does give me panache, which is where I got Bomo. And when Bomo works, as it did, I get panache. So my yes. uh, speed increases by five foot and I get a plus one bonus on tumble through and future attempts at Bomo against you know, nice. anyone in this combat. And you know what? I think that in honor of your your um, heroic first successful attack, we'll give you a hero point, too. It was I stylish. That was, no, that's yeah. just a good roll. Oh, yeah? You, you, you declined the hero point? I declined the hero point. Let wow. it be something I did, not something I rolled. Oh, wow. For for declining the hero point, I award you a hero point. No, I accept. I suck in that <laughs> Thank one. You. I suck in that one. <laughs> <laughs> a true hero declines the hero That's point, right. so you still get it anyway. Okay, uh, sorry. Uh, Glanville, you are next. Initiative 29. Um, I am going to cast uh, ghost sounds around Vilm. To indeed be ghost sounds, ooh, ooh, ah, ooh, all that stuff. Okay, and very scary. Use my third action to empower the maid of Anatoria to move forward. Oh, oh no! And shamble, oh. meaning mean like in front of him. Oh boy. Okay. Um, he was scared before. Um, now he's kind of screaming like the evil Nazis in Lord of the Rings just before their faces melted off. Lord so, of the Rings? I don't remember the scene oh, of Lord no, of sorry, the Rings. Sorry, I think that's a different Lord of the Rings than I remember. Oh my god. <laughs> You're going to edit that out so I don't look like... No, we won't. 
And uh, Raiders of the Lost Earth yes. is armies of Nazis. The blood is pouring well, out of the coffin like the elevator scene in Breakfast at Tiffany's. I mean, it might have happened. Nobody's actually read the Cimmerillion. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Okay. Um, he uh, he is absolutely uh, terrified, and you can start to hear some some uh, yelling from inside, like "What's what's going on? What's what? And where's all that blood coming from?" And uh, do you have anything else? Oh, you've used your three actions, Glanville. So, Lily, you mm -hmm. will act next. Uh, I'm going to put myself in delay mode. I'll let you know when I'm ready to come back in. Okay, sure. Poor Otis rolled so bad on initiative, all he can do is stand there and scream until everybody else goes Yeah, out. he's taking a beating That's inside right. and psychologically. Yeah. Okay, oh. Idonia, what are you going to um, do? I'm going to try and go with the ruse. Um, so Idonia already has her rapier out. She's going to uh, move up to this this person and hold mm -hmm. the rapier up to him menacingly uh, and tell him you give up now or not only will we take your life but she will take your soul uh, referencing of course the illusionary mummy and let's give him a deception let's see if, let's okay. see if I can pull this off uh, 26 that is absolutely enough um, he, he he basically puts up his hands and um, let me just bring, uh, from where you're standing, you can see that leaning up against the coffin with the coffin basically dropped at his feet and he's sort of got his arm up on the wall and, and he's wheezing is Evgeny. Um, mm. And he is uh, standing there wide-eyed as well. Um, uh, my third action essentially is just ready up, up Harry in case he changes sure. his mind. Sure, okay. Um, Otis seems to have the fight pretty much taken out of him. Uh, Ogdrin, you uh, really good on your perception. So you can see, that, uh, and because of the angle, you can see that the blood is sort of pooling around the coffin and it's flowing back towards Evgeny and has sort of unnaturally flowed almost slightly uphill to reach him and is, you know, is pooling around his feet as well and is starting to um, really spread out very quickly. And there's it shows no sign of actually stopping in terms of the flow from the coffin. Um, and you can, it, there's a mu enough blood, you can almost smell it on the air. Uh, what do you want to do? Oh, I don't want to get closer to this, but uh, I will take an action to stride right up to Otis. Uh, and kind of, you know, pushing him a little bit to the side with the with my hammer. Not 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 doing a full shove unless I need to. But I'm definitely gonna look at Evgeny and be like, "What in the what is going on here, boy? Is he was he reacting yeah. to all this blood? You know, he is. He's, he's obviously him? shocked by it. Yeah, he it, mm -hmm. like he he's his kind of withdrawing and and trying to keep his feet out of it but it's just flowing right after him and it uh he, he looks genuinely scared it's not like haha you've unleashed my secret weapon or anything like that sure. he yeah. seems to really be terrified uh and mystified by what's going on um what have you done i just wanted to take it back to 
for study. I, I didn't. These you stories, idiot. the curses and things, they're, they're just very you fool. Um, okay, can I can I take an action to take just without rolling an athletics check to kind of just push Otis a couple? Yeah, yeah. If you want to go to in the there. south here, yeah, yeah yep. I just kind of want to just there's an action to pull inside, and I'll take my. I don't want to stand on top of this coffin. You you can squeeze through the door. I ever not? Oh, yeah. I'll squeeze in here. Okay. Yeah, and you can you can do that. It's just so I can like try to do something next turn. Okay. Neither of them seem to be doing, uh, offering any meaningful resistance at this point. Um, Otis, I'll, I'll shout oh. uh, for everyone else up north who can't maybe see what's going on, and I'll shout. Uh, obviously, it's Evgeny, but the coffin is open, and there's like a, a, a sea of blood pouring out of it, and it's covering him. And I don't know what's going on. And someone, please come down here and help me figure this out. Uh, Idonia says, a sea of blood, and then does like a big obvious wink. What? <laughs> she thinks it's a Gladville trick. Oh. <laughs> well, and perhaps it is. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, okay, Otis um, sort of got pushed out of the way as Ogdrin moved into the room. Uh, which gives him a little bit of space away from Idonia, and he makes a run for it, which means you, your ready to action will go off if you'd like Idonia. Oh, okay. oh no, you would ready um, to parry, right? Well, I, I use dualist parry, so I don't have a ready to action. Oh, uh, right, right, I, that's what it was. I yeah. think I do have attack of opportunity. Um, uh, let's see. There is not attack for non-lethal damage, and I told him not to do anything, so I guess I'll stab him? Okay. <laughs> well, he does I'm have not, an arrow in him already, right? So I'm not going to stab him. I, you know what? This guy can... seemed desperate to me. He did bad things, but it's not like, you know, he's murdering people. As far as we know, he just, you know, he stole a body. He's trying to make some money. So uh, I'm going to I'm gonna just chase after him next turn. Okay. You, you could. I was the one who moved him, so. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Right. Okay. I'll come back in here, though. Okay. Sounds good. Um, so I'll move, um, let's see, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. I one move action, so I can kind of see him taking off. Okay. And um, I'll Tell use... Tell him you forgot your wine glass. I'll use two actions to, re to ready to shoot him if he doesn't stop moving. When I say halt or I will fire... Ah, okay. Um, he is running. Running, running, running. Oh, well, then I'm just going to shoot him. Okay. <laughs> well, first... Okay, yeah, no, if he's just running, 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 then let's use one action to check my shot, I guess. That uh, is a hit. Oh. Oh, okay. Well, then I'll submit that shot. Okay. You peg him basically in the uh, in the leg... And he goes down, um, cursing and screaming, and doesn't look like he's going to run away anymore, but he's still um, kind of losing his mind in terms of Oh, but he's still conscious? He's still conscious, oh, yes. Oh, good. Okay, yeah. he, he can make a fort save now. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, yeah. thought, I thought you were being like, yes, because I want to make sure he lives. No, it's just so that I know he's poisoned. <laughs> 
Okay. Well, I was more worried that if he wasn't conscious or unconscious and then making fort saves, that was going to be a problem. Okay, so uh, uh, an eight on the fort save, I'm guessing, does not pass muster. Um. Oh, please don't tell me he critically. He critically fails. Okay. <laughs> so that means it's stage two. Um, he's not going anywhere because it's D12 poison damage, clumsy one, and flat-footed. Okay. So that's kind of what I want. I want to make him not get away. Okay. Well, that was a good way to do it. So go ahead, roll that. Roll the damage. Ah, one point of D12 poison damage. Okay. Good. All right, Evgeny. He basically backs up away from the blood to the far corner of the uh, of the room there, and he. Uh, he pulls out his very expensive-looking rapier, although the way he pulls it out, you don't get the sense that he's really all that good with it. And he's he's just sort of pointing it at the blood as if that would do any good. He He's he's obviously quite terrified as well. Um, and let's see. Um, Idonia and Lily out here. You... You know, you're close enough, you can also smell the blood and the whole, the atmosphere is just thick with this stench. And mm. from from the distance, you sort of hear, it, it's almost like the, the sound of the rushing of the blood pouring out of the coffin. But in fact, you can see that the fog seems to be rolling in, um, or at least certain patches of fog seem to be rolling in. And as, uh, as they come a little bit closer, you realize that it's patches of blood red fog that are rolling in in answer to their master's call in the coffin. And so what we have are some horrible, bloody, misty kinds of things. Adenia turns back to Glanville. You're kind of overdoing it, don't you think? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, and then Glen actually Glanville and Xavier, uh, from where you are, you actually, um, you know, you th you think that maybe someone's coming down the road at first, um, but why would they be using a lantern at night? There's this little lantern sort of bobbing down the road, heading in your direction. No. And you mean uh, why would they be using a lantern during the day? During the day, yes, exactly. Okay. That's right. Uh, it's sort of a glowing blue lantern that seems to be bobbing oh, down the road the towards worst. you. And. To open up a couple of things here. I think we're in a pickle. That just an illusion. Me. It's just a big illusion. <laughs> Life is just an illusion. Donnie oh, is not going to believe anything she sees ever again. Okay. So. All right. So, um, Xavier, you're up next. What do you want to do? Well, I had a whole thing planned out, and then things changed. They did, didn't they? So, we got this one blood mist near the horse, and I feel like we've lost enough horses today. And I don't want to walk all the way back to town. We've got this, I want to say Will-O-Wisp, or Will-O-Mist? And then more mist creatures down here. But is this a combat, or is it a puzzle about the blood? Uh, Alright, I'm going to see... I have a Hail Mary that's probably not going to do anything, but I'm going to move over here to next to Lily, which I can do because I've got my nimble elven legs, my panache, and none of Lily's poison in me. 
<laughs> and uh, I, I say to the coffin, uh, come as a lamp, lamp in the growing darkness. Oh, that's really cool. Um, totally wrong, but yeah, you're cool. Right. <laughs> right. That's cool. That's cool. Worked on Mother Belchescu, I thought maybe. Yeah. I liked it. Interesting. Thank you. Uh, was speaking any kind of action, or am I nope, still looking at two right. actions yep. this turn? Yep. All You're right. Uh, all right. How far away is the Will-O-Wisp? Or thing I've been calling the Will-O-Wisp in my head. We can call it the Will-O-Wisp. 95 feet. So uh, uh, depending on how much this chunk right here of moss is distracting me, I've got the range. Oh. Yeah, it's you're not? good. Okay. Well, all, the, all the foliage around here is quite low to the ground. Dense, but low to the ground. All right, then. I'm going to take advantage of my bow having a 100-foot range and shoot this thing that's 95 feet away from me. Sweet. Oh, 22. Yes. That's a wonderful shot, but unfortunately it does not hit the, the bobbing lantern thing. Hmm. I have another attack. Hmm. Um, yeah, all right. I'm taking the shot. Be even worse, but that's to be expected. Second shot at long range. That's right. All right. I'm all done. right. Okay, well, the blood mist that is, uh, let me just see, I couldn't see which one it is. This one actually goes over to where Otis is and basically swarms over him and you hear some nasty um, slurping noises and uh, oh, a couple of screams. Um, the, the, the mist basically seems to flow towards him with like sort of almost like a, a tentacle that, that flows into his face. And um, he starts bleeding, and the blood basically gets pulled out. This is a vampire house. Oh, no. This is the vampire <laughs> house. I called it, and I didn't even know it. He could have got away <laughs> and been alive, but instead... <laughs> <laughs> you winged uh, him enough that he couldn't get away, yes. Yeah. Glanville, you're up. Also, you could have, had you done better on that D12, you could have knocked him out, and he wouldn't be feeling this right now. <laughs> Well, don't worry, there's more coming. <laughs> I'm going oh, to send the maid down to attack the blood. Okay. Let's see. It does do real attacks. Uh oh. Um, oh, okay. Let's see. What is it? It uses. I'm trying to. Sorry, this is the first time I've used this spell. Okay. It's all good. Okay, I just make a spell attack against it. Okay. And where's my button? Where's my button? And I'm go for some spells. And I'll make a spell attack. Where's the spell attack button? I'm just gonna have to top this out. I don't know if this character sheet has those. Yeah, you, you can put them into the spells, but yeah. You have to enable them in each individual spell. Sometimes and you can I didn't have it. access to those spells, so I didn't. Sometimes with these character spells. sheets, you can make one generic spell that's just like, spell that rolls an attack roll, gives you your DC, does all the things you Oh, that's a smart idea. Uh, okay. It's going to make a 14. Okay, a 14 is not going to hit it, unfortunately. Um, does it get more than one attack? Or it's basically just no, using no. your actions, yeah. Yeah, I get. I use um, when I sustain it. I can make it move and make one attack. Okay, cool. Yeah. I and hope then you can I'm make yourself use... move before you get surrounded. 
Well, I'm invisible, so I, until I see that they see me, I'm not going to react to them. Thank you for reminding me you're invisible. Yes, that's why I abandoned him, because I, for, I didn't know he was there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I'm going to cast a Phantom Crowd to make it look like a whole bunch of people just like vulnerable looking people just came out of this carriage over here corpulent blood-filled people yeah a whole bunch of people with like open sores and dripping blood and stuff okay great how how large of an area does that affect or i'm sorry 10 foot square okay cool that is good um well that's interesting the bobbing lantern doesn't seem as interested in numbers of people as it does in uh, sort of heading in this direction uh does it see you it does not really pay attention to glanville it just continues right on past goes over and just sort of sits um, yeah, I guess it's just going to fly up over top of the house, so it's basically above the roof here, and it's just going to sit right there, and it's pretty much watching the red blood mist feed on Otis as he lies there. And um, you can see that the, the, the blue glow is sort of pulsating and, and reacting to the scene before it. And Idonia, you will act next. Um, so, so Glanville's illusions don't usually draw the blood out of harmless individuals lying on the ground. <clears throat> this seems weird. Uh, I'd like to do a I'd recall say. knowledge with religion yeah. and figure out what the heck is happening. Okay, sure. Do you have, um, Occultism, actually. Oh. Nope, just religion. Nope, just religion? Okay, well, make a religion just roll then. Religiosity, alright. Okay. Plenty. Well, I mean, certainly there are some kinds of undead that would do this kind of stuff, but, I mean, it, it doesn't seem to be acting so the, like a mindless blood, undead. So, like, the blood coming out of the coffin is not a haunt? No, it does not seem to be a haunt. It seems to be just a very mysterious occurrence, but it doesn't seem to be um, in control of these other creatures or anything like that. It's almost like the the blood came pouring out called these creatures out of the surrounding swamp based on the fact that, hey, I smell blood. There's yeah. food. Let's go. Um, still not sure how to stop the haunt. Or not, not the haunt. The stop the blood, yes. Um, all right, well... Step one is try and keep these things away from uh, allies. So Adunia is going to run past the side of this little hut, uh, this little dilapidated building, to mm -hmm. where one of these blood mist creatures is, uh, the one that's murdering poor Otto's. Okay. Uh, and I guess stab at it. I, sure. sure you know, um, as you get there, it, it, it actually doesn't seem to be... Uh, incorporeal in any way. It actually does have sort of, it's almost like a flying, floating ooze in some way. Mm. So it does have a, a, a solid form. Oh, okay. 
Well, the rapier probably isn't going to do the best, but we're going to try and stab a floating blood and see what happens. Okay. Um, 17 whole 17. You know what? Yeah. Um, that is not quite enough to hit, unfortunately. Yeah. But I would just, uh, I would like the listening audience to know I was only one point away from max damage if it had hit. That's true, eh? <laughs> It would have been really cool. Anyway, that's that's all three of my actions. Recall knowledge, okay. stride, and strike. I thought your Audrey, effort girl. was really cool, Vanessa. Oh, what? I thought your effort was really cool. Oh, thank you. There you go. Uh, what's going on out there? There's glowing lights and people making all kinds of noises. Listen, uh, I could explain it, but you probably don't want it explained. <laughs> I'm gonna come out. Oh, no! <laughs> As I step through the door and see a whole oh, bunch no. of weird blood things. I'm gonna go... Five, ten, fifteen, twenty to there. And just kind of, like, attempt to... I'll actually... Uh, Move to that spot in between some of these sort of foundations, closer to the to the flying cloud of blood on the southwest corner of the map, and then I'll raise my shield. Okay, As very good. Say, come and get me. And it does, in fact, come to get you. It floats towards you and uh, comes right up to you, and, and its misty tendril sort of uh, reaches out for you and tries to uh, impale you, basically. Uh, a 19 is probably not going to hit you, Metal Man. Nope. Okay. Nope. Um, and it will try once more since it has a third action. Uh, wow. That's Did that do the second attack minus? It did. That's a 25. Does that hit? It's a very good roll, but thanks to my raised shield, that mm. is not a hit. I got a 27 armor class with my shield up. Fantastic. Okay, good. Uh, Autus... Um, does very little. He's um, <laughs> not quite completely ineffective, but almost. He's um, having a bad day. He's having a really bad day, and he's reconsidering his career choice for sure. Lily, you're not. You're up next. All right. Uh, before I forget, let's have Otis do a fortitude save on my turn. <laughs> okay. Uh, Otis was just about to throw off the throws of this blood creature, but then fails. Uh, Poison save. A 16. Okay, so he does fail and go to stage 3, which is 2d6, clumsy 2, and still flat-footed. Okay, so you can roll your damage. Oh, goodness. Box <laughs> cars, nice. Okay. Um, oh. bad day has ceased. Oh. Because he's no longer having any kind of day at all. He goes unconscious. Oh, no. I really um, wasn't expecting the blood monsters. I know. <laughs> no, none of us were. Okay. Um, I, mean, I was banking on the maid versus maid fight. Yeah, I know. Okay? That would have been really cool, too. <laughs> yeah, I guess that, like... We'll have to do an alternate endings. <laughs> I guess Lauren, that, how like... much longer does that poison last? <laughs> Four more turns. So, in theory, if it's drinking his blood, oh, maybe no. you're poisoning the blood monster. We can only hope. 
That's really or cool. maybe oh, you've yeah, created okay. a poisonous blood monster. Even worse. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> that would only be if we ate it. And otherwise, it's a venomous blood monster. That's a good That's point. Right. Oh no! Pedantry. <laughs> nice. Yeah, you know what? I think it's pretty cool that the the uh, there, there's got to be some benefit out of poor Odysseus' fate. So we'll uh, oh, we'll no. get the it's uh, its own reward. The blood monster to to roll a little fort save too. Oh, that'd be nice. I'm not I'm not going to give it full effect, but I mean, he does have actually more blood, more of Odysseus' blood in it than Odysseus does right now. Oh my uh, god. 21. Fails by 1. Oh, good. Okay. So, what's stage 1 for that poison? Stage 1 is d10 and flat-footed. Flat-footed. That'll be useful for you. You being all of you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. So, 4 points of poison damage. Very good. And we put the boots. Okay, so. Uh, anything yeah. else from you today, Lily? Oh, I guess I'll begin taking my actions. Yeah, uh, I guess. <laughs> um, let's, for one action, let's reload the crossbow. Okay. Let's devise a stratagem against the poison blood monster. So let's okay. see what would happen if I shoot at it. It would be... A 15. So I that think. Would miss. Yeah, I think I'm yeah. not going to take that shot. Uh, instead, I'll take a shot at the one on the other side of Ogdrin. So I'm, okay. sure, I'm sure it has cover, but, you know, that's yes. still better than a 15. Sure. Oh. Ooh. How's, how's a 30 nice. strike? Yeah. Yeah, a 30 strikes uh, strikes the blood monster very effectively. Nice. Good old. Uh, in fact, eight that points. is a crit on the blood monster. Wow. 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 16. Points of crossbow. Very nice. You sink a crossbow into it, um, and it goes in all the way to the fletching. Basically, the the creature's body is really um, kind of insubstantial, but just physical enough to be affected, essentially. Mm. Um, and it lets out kind of a, a screech, and uh, you have its full attention. 